Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is a journey into sound. Much as you try to bury it, the truth is out there. The truth lives right here, Houston. On this day, I see clearly. Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bajani and Creighton. Let's go. Happy Tuesday to everybody, H-Town. Sean Bajani, that is me. He is Patrick Creighton, Chris Santiago, our producer. Good to be with you. Episode number two, it's here in a flash, man. I uh, feel like I just went to bed. <laughs> it's been a fast day. You made me uh, wake up early this morning. Uh, we did a little TV with uh, our old buddy, Nate Griffin. That was a lot of fun. And I got to tell you, I feel like I set the mood. I feel like I set the wheels in motion with everything that has transpired. And let's say, oh, about the last two hours in the Houston sportscape. Um, I think it was Nate Griffin that asked us this morning. Is Bobby Slowick getting a J-O-B elsewhere? And I said, no, he's staying. I can't tell you honestly that I actually believed it, but damn it, it's happening. <laughs> hey, man. It's like when you got home last night, were you tired? I was not tired. I had to force myself to go to sleep around 2.30 because I knew I had to wake up at 5.30. See, I had the opposite. It's like after being all amped and pumped up, you wanted to go out to eat. Show, I did, because I was I knew I needed to eat or I was going to crash. <laughs> I got home, and 20 minutes later, bang, snoring like a champion. Yeah, good and job by you. Fortunately, I don't snore anymore, thanks, Dr. Ben Salento. Appreciate there you that. go. But uh, you, you understand the reference of just face down in the pillow, dead to the universe. Uh, popped up at 5.15 and went to go meet uh, Hollywood Nate. Sent about two hours of traffic before. Oh, yeah, we, oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we you and I both did. Coming from two totally different directions, what a nightmare that was! I don't know what was going on in the city of Houston this morning around People. six o'clock, but yeah, that's probably like an every morning occurrence, and I'm just never in it. But. Stop freaking crashing! <laughs> My God, why yeah. is that so hard? Do not hit the car in front of you. <laughs> because of course, like me being the responsible adult, like I'm going to get there extremely early. A trip that should take me 30 minutes took me an hour and 20-ish. I, of course, was the last car that was not able to make the I-45-59 interchange because there was four fire trucks in front of me. Oh, nice. (laughs) So (laughs) they directed me with their flashlights two miles detour. I had a double back, but I made it on time, and it was a lot of fun. I imagine you can go check us out on uh, Fox26's website. You can see our ugly grills up there. Well, hey, don't sell yourself short. I, Only I, I have an ugly grill. <laughs> There's a reason why we're in. Well, you know what? They got us on TV now, Twitch and YouTube. If you want to check us out there, uh, you can. But Better to have a face for radio uh-huh. than a voice for print. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I'll take that, I guess. <laughs> so we got to TV with uh, with Nate this morning, and as you said, you know, he says, you know, what's going to happen? 
with Bobby Slook. What's going to happen with Gerard Johnson? Yeah. You know, take a look at what Both you know. Back, what what, what the, the Lions offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, doing. He, second year in a row, yeah. he's staying put. If you're Bobby Slowick, if you're Gerard Johnson, this will, you know, from what we talked about this morning, you've been driving a Maserati with C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, and Tank Dell. Do you really want to go drive a Ford Focus Hell in Washington? Hell no. Hell no. Do you really want to go drive a Ford Focus in Tampa Bay? Or do you want to, hey, you know what? I'm going to drive that Maserati for one more year. I mean, and then I could go to any dealer I want and buy whatever the hell I want because I will be king dingling on the market, <laughs> number one coach in demand. But you know, like those foreign and exotic cars, they come with a lot of maintenance usually, and the uh, repair costs are like, out of this, out of this world, right? That's why you got to get that service even, contract. Baby. You got to get the service contract, but it's barely time for its first oil change. If you're Gerard Johnson, if you're Bobby Slowick, you got to be looking at things real hard. Like if they're seriously considering it, and something tells me that they really weren't, I was totally prepared to come in here tonight and tell you because I'd spent again another portion of my day thinking about you know what if and why not. But I came to the conclusion, and I felt really good about this one, that, you know what, if Bobby Slowick and Gerard Johnson were going to leave, at least in the case of Bobby Slowick, he would have done it already. I mean, the hiring cycle opened with seven available jobs within the NFL. There's only two head coaching jobs remaining, the Seattle Seahawks and the Washington Commanders. And the Commanders job, I was most feared uh, to lose Bobby Slowick to. He became the betting favorite uh, once Ben Johnson committed back to stay with the Lions for the offensive coordinator position. He got a hefty raise, by the way. We don't know the numbers, but I imagine it's probably, at if, if not at the top, then near the top. But I'd said, you know what, he would have left already because there's five head coaching jobs already filled, which means staffs are being put together. Like all the good dudes that you'd like to round out a staff with, like they might be off of the table. Because chances are Bobby Slowick's thinking things through throughout the course of the season that he's seeing things transpire, guys losing their jobs, hearing scuttlebutt about guys being available, looking for this, that, and the other thing, and the first week of the offseason hits and things are happening. Like, what if he can't put the staff together that he envisioned? You don't have to go anywhere now because you have it really good here. And if you're good at your job, if you're going to be in a position to where you should be somebody's head coach... Do like Ben Johnson did. Be choosy. Be demanding. Want to be one of the highest paid right off the cuff. Go into a great situation. And if Ben Johnson or if Bobby Slowick or if somebody else that's really super high in demand doesn't feel like that that's them, that's the situation for them, you don't have to do anything. I think some of these younger ascending coaches have figured out some truths about the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. How many times you see a coach... He's the hot coordinator. You know, oh, this this the guy's going to be the best hire. Everybody wants this guy. He winds up taking a job with a team that isn't very good, that doesn't have a great management structure, that doesn't have very good ownership. They fail because, of course, he's set up to fail. You got bad owner, bad GM. You know you're going to fail. Yeah. And then now he's got to go back to being a coordinator Mm -hmm. and then try forever to try to get back in. Example. Steve Spagnuolo, the current defensive coordinator 
of the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. He was a D.C. for a giant Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. He wound up becoming the head coach of the then St. Louis Rams, who were awful. They were awful, mm-hmm. and they weren't drafting well, and they weren't signing anybody, and they were just they just poor management. Ownership wasn't really concerned about the product on the field. Right. First year they go like two and fourteen. Second year they go to seven and nine. They drafted Sam Bradford. They go seven and nine. Third year they bring in the fired Josh McDaniels, who was dumped out of Denver. Yeah. And McDaniels and offense doesn't click. They've got a terrible offense. They win like two, three games. And Spagnolo doesn't even finish the year. He's fired. Mm-hmm. That was like twenty eleven. The guy has now won three Super Bowls mm-hmm. as an assistant and might win a fourth this year. Yeah. It's never had another crack Incredible. in the apple. Incredible. You know, here's a, that's a good example for another conversation I might want to get to a little bit later on uh, about being okay with being a coordinator. It's okay. Um, it, believe it or not. But I, I told Nate Griffin this, that I don't think it was on air this morning. I can't remember, but... When we were talking about Slowick and Gerard Johnson, but really more Slowick because, look, he's a coordinator, a play caller, just finishing up his first year. You think back to a couple of years. Uh, 2019 was a big one for me because you had three guys. And I know it's happened a little since then, but you had three guys in one offseason. It was Matt LaFleur, right, in Green Bay, hired after just one year of coordinator experience. You had Freddie Kitchens hired in Cleveland with less than a year of a coordinator experience. And there's ah, there's another one that's slipping my mind. I can't remember who it was. It was that same offseason in 2019. Less, again, less than a year of experience. Like, it, it hasn't happened. And maybe there's something to that where, you know, look, the NFL and owners, they kind of learn their lessons from having watched failures from other organizations, you know, with a close eye, and that maybe, you know, there is something to hiring an older, more experienced guy that has been a head coach or has been a coordinator for a long period of time, understands how to not just rally the troops, not just draw up X's and O's, but be a football coach, somebody that's kind of got the chops for it already. I was I was thinking about that, but then I was also thinking about 2021. Get this, dude. 2021 hiring cycle, you only have five offensive coordinators from that hiring cycle that are still currently employed with those same jobs. Because I think it's 20, might be 21 now, that are in lesser roles or out of the league altogether. That's insane turnover. That's ridiculous. That is insane turnover. Why is the NFL, and there was a great article uh, written, I think it was this time last year, uh, it could have been SI, if I'm recalling correctly. It might have been Albert Breer that wrote the piece. I'm not sure. Um, but the why is the NFL experiencing such high turnaround with their coordinators and head coaches? I mean, you thought you were going to get like three, maybe four years to prove yourself as a head coach. I mean, it's almost like if it's redonkulous, you might get two years. <laughs> and two you're and out. a half is like the going rate, right? If yeah. you're not succeeding after two and a half years... Yeah. Drop 10 and kick. Yeah, and so the point is, is if you're Bobby Slowick and even Gerard Johnson, you could be choosy. There's going to be a great opportunity. Chances are there's going to be a great opportunity for you next hiring cycle, next year. Things happen. It's the NFL. I mean, there could be three, four, maybe 
at least four high-profile head coaching opportunities for a guy named Bobby Slowick next offseason. And same goes for uh, Gerard Johnson. Maybe even much more opportunity than there was this go-round. And look, I think Bobby Slowick and Ben Johnson will probably have their pick of the litter next year. Whatever jobs are available, Mm -hmm. they're probably going to get to pick whichever job they want. And Gerard Johnson is probably looking at, I got one year and then I'm going to be the O.C., with C.J. Stroud yeah. and this offense, and we're going to score like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that That is what we are all hoping for. And, hey, you know what? We've got at least a year to get that. Gerard Johnson, if you're just joining us, along with Bobby Slowick, quarterback coach, offensive coordinator, and play caller, are returning. Here's the report. This one, according to Albert Breer via Twitter, uh, just inside two hours ago, Uh, Quote, Texans OC Bobby Slowick has agreed to a new deal in Houston within the past few days, one that includes a significant raise per sources. Slowick impressed multiple NFL clubs through the interview process. Of course, we heard those reports, Uh, but Brewer says he's sticking in Houston. He'll be a hot name in 2025. Uh, I'm adding this one, presumably. Hopefully, he's a hot name, right? We want him to be a hot name. If, If he's not a hot name, things probably didn't go very well. Uh, in the 2024 season. But from Jonathan Jones of CBS, he's an NFL insider for them. He had the report that Gerard Johnson uh, had reached a contract extension with the Texans to remain on as their quarterback coach. So that's the news of the day. If you're just joining us, you want to be a part of the show, we want to hear from you. 713-572-4610. The phone lines are wide open. You can hit us up that way uh, via the text line. Uh, Same number. Hit us up on Twitter, at P. Creighton 1, the number one for Patrick, and at Sean Bajani uh, for me. Patrick explained to me how I should properly pronounce my name, so I'm going to go with <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Say it like a New Yorker would, Sean. Yeah, I learned like the New difference Yorker? between Sean. S-H-A-U-N and S-E-A-N and S-H-A-W-N. They all sound the same. They're in New- They're all Sean. But not Sean. Like, Sean. Mine is Sean, like the New York. You said S-E-A-N a little differently. Well... If you say it the, like the Gaelic way, yeah. it's Sean. There you go. See, it's a little different. But we don't speak Gaelic here. No, we don't. I, I, I could care less how you spell or say my name, to be honest with you. You know, like Patrick. <laughs> Tell you be, a little something about me. Patrick would be Padraig. And like Padraig Harrington? Like Padraig Harrington. Okay. Padraig. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a G in my first name <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> Boy, I could give you one. Look, People have a hard enough time trying to spell my last name. I do not need to complicate my first name. That's why we shortened it, right? Crate. Yeah, pretty much. Right? <laughs> CR, the number eight. Bang, done. Yeah, Get done. out. You have that on your license plate? No, you I didn't think about it, right? <laughs> it's so probably CR8. Yeah. People you... are like, what the hell is AJ? Who cares? And then like ON at the end, like Crayton. Done. Did I just give you something? Like, I'm sure it's available. Uh, it probably is. Explore this. And I'm pretty sure 70% of people who would see it would not know what that meant. <laughs> it's okay. Well, there's like a, have you seen these things on social? I see it maybe like once a week. Somebody will take a picture of somebody's license plate and they're like, all right, help. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. The comments are the best because the creativity, the stuff that people come up with is awesome. It's always golden. So I recommend you do this. It's an eye catcher, Right. You can put like a, a, a Area 45, the name of our show, like 
tag on there somewhere, get, advertise the show name, advertise wrap the Wrap it around the bit. whole car, right? Yeah. The whole wrap. Talk to Parker and the promotions team. I'm sure they'll get you a car wrap, you know, maybe uh, work it into, uh, you know, a sponsor from a car dealership, maybe. Wouldn't, wouldn't suck. Uh, you know, Honda, you got a Honda, so... Hey, we're a new show. We're looking for people to support us, okay? I'm all Be about our that. friends. Take out your wallets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the new year. Everybody's got new budgets, right? Right? Uh, maybe not. Okay. Well, one's allegedly. coming around. Yeah, allegedly. Supposedly. So they say. He's Patrick Creighton, Sean Bajani. It's Area 45. That's the show name. Welcome to it. Coming up next, we got a lot of stuff to get to throughout the program. But before all this coaching news had come down, I thought this was going to be the biggest story of the day, and I was going to totally crap all over it. I'll tell you what it is next at Sports Radio 610. Like Drew, she said, I'm staying on business, so. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bajani and Creighton. Let's go. Here we are. Area 45, Sports Radio 610. Be a part of the show, 713-572-4610. It's like celebration day. Like, I almost want to have, like, some music, Chris. <laughs> we need, like, dun, 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 You know, something. Bobby Slowick and Gerard Johnson aren't going anywhere. Oh, my God. We, we were ready. We have soda <laughs> and pie. There we go. And ice cream. Man. Dude. I hope no bad people show up. <laughs> Uh, by the way, ice cream, we have ice cream in the kitchen. We what? The cinnamon twist. It's from, still there? Yeah. Is that a, you knew about this? So, around noon, uh, one of the guys Oh, I forget you work, me, you work here during the day I'm part two. Day, yeah. <laughs> so, one of the guys says, hey, you want ice cream? And I'm like, no thank you, because I was like head buried in work trying, yeah. to, trying to get stuff done. And uh, everybody's just walking around. They had, a, they had a country music performer in the lounge today. So everybody's just walking around. Damn, we had good vibes going on. Ice cream, and I'm like, "Don't y'all got some freaking work to do?" <laughs> I, I got work. They're all yapping and t- having a good time, and I got my headphones on so I don't have to hear them. Uh huh. As I'm doing my mandatory trainings as a new employee, <laughs> be and, a good boy. 
And I can tell you firsthand, mandatory online training for things like sexual harassment, it's enough to make your eyes freaking bleed. I know, man. Let me tell you something. I do not have to worry about anybody sexually harassing me. (laughs) All right? And in fact, I might feel flattered if I was sexually harassed. Yeah. But it's, let's just be real. I can see that. Nobody is harassing my fat ass. All right? It's not (laughs) happening. So, I'm sorry, my old fat ass. So, um, I'm pretty much just taking this to say. It's uh, a formality. It's required. We have to do it. Have to do it. Okay. It's a freaking hour and a half. But the ice cream made you feel better today. I didn't have any ice cream yet. So you know what? It's in there. Um, maybe when we hit a break, yeah, we go yeah. we go run down the hall and, and grab us a little something. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And what I heard. Sean's going to run. I'm going to walk somewhat quickly behind him. <laughs> I'll save you some. What I heard, by the way, and this is the Bluebell Cinnamon Twist that's available in the nice kitchen. Bluebell? It's Bluebell. And oh. in, in the not so nice kitchen, but the uh, one that was very friendly to us last night, if you recall, uh, I heard. <laughs> I've heard that there is maybe a three, three and a half, four month old uh, Dr. Pepper Bluebell ice cream still available there. You know what? I, I was check. a fan of the Dr. Pepper Bluebell. I haven't had it yet. I so. was a fan. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried it. I need to try that. I heard Pendergast sure. like months ago reference like, hey, by the way, there's still Dr. Pepper ice cream. That ass probably took it home like that day. <laughs> but I'm going to go check it out for us a little if bit If it later is Dr. On. Pepper, mm-hmm. period of the end, any Dr. Pepper... Like, have you, you've had the Dr. Pepper shake at Whataburger? I have, yes. Okay, so that I love that thing. That is yeah. so good. It's dangerous. Like, Whataburger's dangerous. Uh, well, that's your fault. You know why it's your fault? It's their fault. Because making their stuff. let's go all the way back, like we did yesterday, uh-huh. to March of 2013. I like to go so Who back. was the person, first person to say, have you been to Whataburger? And I looked at you like... Water was what? Me. It was you. You, Lara Hall, and somebody else. Have you been to Waterburger? Water what? what? Waterburger. That tells what? you. So sorry, you're from New York. What a burger. No, I haven't been. How have you not been to Waterburger? <laughs> well, we didn't have those in New York, so clearly I Yeah. So I went over to- I gave you the White Castle treatment like you did me last night. What? No, White Castle. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> so I went right down here on the 59, went to that Waterburger. It's like midnight because we, we worked real late back then, too. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yep. And I, there's nobody in there. Today, if you go by there at midnight, there's a freaking line. It's like 10 cars long. <laughs> okay, there's nobody in there. I go up to the counter, and out of nowhere, this little old lady comes up behind me. Hi, welcome to Whataburger. How can I help? I literally jumped out of my pants. Lady, who the hell are you yelling at? <laughs> me. I'm the only freaking person You're not used here. to that, being from New York? Come on. Well, it's different in New York, right? <laughs> this woman's like cheerful and <laughs> oh, happy. She's... She's nice and loud. When, when you go to BK at like two in the morning in Brooklyn, they, they think, what? What do you, you want? You want fries? <laughs> 1642. What? What was the Ghostbusters uh, lady's name? Uh, Ghostbusters, what do you want? What was yeah. her name? Uh, Annie Potts. Yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters, what do you want? She's she's gonna be in the new one. Oh, I know. I saw the preview last night. It was just and she's like gonna do the line. I'm excited. Yeah, it's in the preview. It's great. It's fantastic. Dude, Slimer's back. Yeah, is he really? Slimer's. Oh, you got it. Well, you got to have Slimer. Chris, turn turn the music up again for me, man, because we need it. I kind of buried the lead here. I thought this was gonna be the news of the day. C.J. Stroud 
is going to the Pro Bowl. Aren't you excited? CJ Stroud's going to the Pro Bowl. Slimer is back. <laughs> Party Slimer's on, back. dudes. We have ice cream. Johnson and Slowicker stay in. <laughs> I mean, what more could we have? Episode two of Area Forty Five. What a great way to start episode two, y'all. Are you a kidding great me? Way. Are you well, kidding man. me right we now? Got ice cream in one fridge and look. Uh, some silver bullets in the other. Look, I'm, I'm maybe being, courtesy of uh, about those on the station. <laughs> I'm being tongue in cheek about one of these things. I could give a rat's ass about C.J. Stroud going to a Pro Bowl. Why? I could give a rat. Can I can't I can't tell you. I see it in my mind. I could have been nine. I could have been 13, 14 years old. I have no idea. They played the damn Pro Bowl back in the day in Hawaii yeah. in an empty stadium every year, it felt like. Uh, that was the last one that I watched, and it was like, I don't know, a 50-something to 40-something ball game, like no defense being played at all. You remember those days. There's yeah, no- one team with the all-red jersey, one with yeah. the all-blue jersey. Yeah. They used to play... Um- uh, beach flag football until Robert Edwards tore his knee up and it ended his uh-huh. career. Uh-huh, exactly. And now they thought it would be a fantastic idea to have these skill challenges in which Will Anderson's going to be participating in, I'm presuming. Laramie Tunsil's a pro bowler. He's going to are do gonna, something. Are they going to chest pass footballs to the Dr. Pepper God, opening? I don't want C.J. Stroud doing a damn thing. Besides sitting poolside somewhere, wherever the hell, the, where's the Pro Bowl? Where is it? I wanted to say Orlando. Is it in Orlando? Am I making this up? The NBA All-Star Games in Indiana, right? So the Pro Bowl's in Orlando. Am Orlando, I getting that yeah, right? Correct. Poolside somewhere, that's it. Okay? I don't want C.J. Stroud touching a football. I don't want him running, jogging. I don't need him going up or down any stairs. I don't want him doing anything. Is he allowed to go on Space Mountain? Woo! Yeah, I did that when I was a kid. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that, all right? Uh, just, you know, wear, wear protection, be safe. C.J. Stroud spoke to the media uh, weeks ago. In fact, it was leading into the dreadful game that was, that became the uh, Week 14 ass-whooping to the New York Jets. J-E-S-T, Jess, Jess, Jess. Yeah. At the time... I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was Tua or Dak. Is that the he was, only time uh, all year Zach Wilson scored more on the field than with random Milton? Yeah, that's his highlight reel for his career, that Week 14 game against the Texans, unfortunately. But C.J. Stroud had gotten the second most Pro Bowl votes to that point in time, and he was asked about it during one of his availabilities that week leading into it. Here's what he had to say. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's pretty cool to um, get recognition from uh, from people uh, on some of the special things that we've done as a team. Um, and it's a blessing to hopefully, like, of course, that's, that was a goal of mine um, to be a pro bowler and, and to be at the top of uh, my game at this point. And um, I just, like I always tell y'all, one week to love you, one week to hate you. So um, I got to just keep going um, and just and stay steadfast, stay my head down, working. Um, and that's what I plan to do. But, no, nah, it's super dope, and I, and I appreciate that. And uh, the biggest thing for me as a player is, like, getting the respect on the other side of the field on other teams. And for now, like, every game I get after the game, I always get a lot of good feedback and just advice and stuff and uh, a lot of respect. Um, and I give a lot of respect back out um, on guys you play in this league. So um, it's been pretty cool. I appreciate that. And that's it. That's all it needs to be. You got the respect. You're a pro bowler. You get the little star next to your uh, year on your pro football reference page. That's it. I don't need him doing 
anything. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm being too crazy here. It's important for him, his rookie season, to get that notoriety, that respect, you know, the tip of the cap, uh, the invite. He was a second alternate. Mahomes is going to the Super Bowl. That's why this is happening. That's why he gets to go. I mean, look, the damn guy had a fantastic rookie year, Patrick. I mean, everybody knows that. He should have been there anyway. But look, he's got all pros ahead of him. But outside of the PB and the AP, I need an SB in his future. And I think that's all he's really worried about, the Super Bowl. Um, It is, but you know what? When it comes time for the HOF, mm -hmm. all those PBs matter. Do they? They do. When when it's time honestly, to stack, when it's time to stack up resumes, were were you a three time Pro Bowler or were you a twelve time Pro Bowler? Good luck getting in with three Pro Bowls. I mean, especially if you want to say the idea of everybody gets into the Pro Bowl. If you only have three once, Pro Bowls and everybody gets in, you ain't getting once in. upon a time. Everybody does get in. Gardner Minshew is a Pro Bowler once. Once, yeah, but you know what I'm saying, like that, that's not in a the Hall last, of Fame career. No, but in the, in the last five six years, like when Matt Schaub got to the Pro Bowl at one time, he was like the sixth alternate. Like everybody had like a broken leg and went to the Super Bowl, so it was like, yeah, hey, let's go, Matt Schaub. That's why I said having 10, 12 build that that's your. But resume if you got ten though. or twelve, you're getting all pros too, probably. Probably, yeah. Here's here are the very difficult things C.J. Stroud may or may not have to do mm-hmm. uh, during Pro Bowl week. There is a precision passing competition where each quarterback will have a one-minute accuracy competition, and the highest cumulative score among all the participants gets three points. There's 10 targets. They got to hit the target Mm -hmm. in a minute. That's it. He's going to throw for a minute. All right, but they're forcing him to throw a lot of balls, like, in a short amount of time. Like, just take it easy, bro. Uh. Closest to the pin, there is a golf competition. Oh, they where, did this last year. Where you can, uh, it's, it's, it's drive and closest to the pin wins. All right. Uh, All right. There is a, that's more like for receivers. Oh, they're going to play dodgeball. All right. They're going to play dodgeball. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, I mean, look. Sit a, that if one I out, have CJ Stroud on my dodgeball team, I feel like he's drilling everybody. <laughs> However... I want he like three nothing. fat guys, like linemen, in front of him to take all the balls yes. for him so that he never has to face one. He can just drill people. Yes. Yes. Uh, Set that one out, though. Then there is a kicker competition. On Sunday, oh, on Sunday they play Madden. There you go. They play Madden. Are you worried about thumb injuries? No, I get down for that. What do they What do they call gamer thumb? What do they call that injury that, that these dorky gamers get? Like... Uh, Carpal Tunnel. Yeah, the <laughs> Carpal Tunnel sponsors are uh, they're not short on those, I imagine. There is the Gridiron Gauntlet, which is thumb? a relay race where you break through walls, crawl under doors. Yeah, that CJ's not doing that. <laughs> There's a tug of war. CJ's not doing no. that. No. Uh, move the chains. This is an offensive and defensive lineman. He's not doing that. So basically, what CJ is going to likely wind up doing is playing Madden. And golf, maybe. Uh, playing golf. Throwing eight footballs in a minute and maybe, maybe playing dodgeball. That's about it. Eight's a good number. I could get down with that. I could get down with that. All right. So, good. We're we're settled on that. 
you know, hopefully see, I think CJ understands. He just, he wanted the respect. He got it, man. You don't need to do a thing. Uh, Chris Santiago producing Sean Bajani, Patrick Creighton. It is area 45 coming up next. Did a couple of rocket rookies get the shaft? Uh, I think so. At least one of them did. We'll explain next. It's sports radio 610. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bishani and Creighton. I have more good news to report. More good news. (laughs) During the break, I ran down to the uh, kitchen. It's still there. A fresh, unopened tub of Dr. Pepper Bluebell ice cream. Dude, take it home. It's awesome. Uh, If you guys would like to partake later... I, I mentioned to Patrick, I was like, it's probably like a f- couple of months expired, but you you say if it's unopened and it's frozen, it's a good freezer. I mean, it's it's rock solid it's now. Unopened, like it's unopened, it's frozen, it's perfectly All right. fine. All right. If it never melted and it's not something where it's been opened and scooped out and it got to thaw out some and they put it back in and they took it out and they it's like half eaten. Mm-hmm. No, that thing has never been opened. It has never been thawed. It is a rock. All right. There's nothing freaking wrong with it. Uh, I'm glad to hear you say that. I mean, I wasn't really going to worry about it, but I, if you were going to shame me, you know, for my uh, food sanitation practices, then, um, you know, I mean, it would have stung a little bit, but I probably would have partaken. And you know what? Mm-hmm. If you don't tell anybody... Hey, I think the date on this might be last month. If you don't tell anybody, <laughs> nobody will question it. Yeah. They'll all eat it. They'll shut Fine. their mouths and they'll be happy. But I'll know. I mean, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. You'll just, know. Just let you'll let me be know. Like, <laughs> it, it was seeing that cinnamon twist ice cream, Chris, earlier. Somebody was scooping themselves out a cup. That made me think of it in reference a segment that I heard Pendergast talk about at least four months ago. The fact that it's still there, I'm just recent. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> just let me know how you feel tomorrow morning. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, You'll definitely know if, it, if it's still good tomorrow morning. I'll give you guys a little update. Yeah, <laughs> you will definitely know. Um, all right. So, Sean's gonna call us tomorrow morning, dude. 
I ate the whole thing. No, nah, I can't do that. I can't. It, this, it shows this, now, this bro. This is a half gallon. A real. That's the thing I love about Bluebell. Bluebell still gives you the real half gallon. None of this like quart and a half crap that you get from Briars. Yeah. Well, real... you're gonna pay for it too, though. You're gonna yeah, pay well, it's for like it. Nine bucks. A half gallon. <laughs> I feel like I remember being a kid and like thinking that three dollars and change or whatever it used to cost for uh, a gallon of ice cream that I, f- I felt like I thought that was a lot you know what though man every time anyone in my family comes down from New York mm-hmm. got any bluebell let's go get bluebell really yeah, I mean you could get any ice cream in they don't New have York it there? you want there's no bluebell in New York you get any ice cream in New York but they all come down here and they want bluebell really what is it up there what's the big uh, uh I mean you oh, can uh, get anything. You can get no, Haagen-Dazs. The, the you Haagen-Dazs. Ben and Jerry's, yeah. ben and Jerry's. You get Carvel. Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't really get Friendly's anymore because Friendly's doesn't exist. Um, Friendly's used to be like, look, casual dining restaurant mm-hmm. where you could go get this giant sundae that was 12 scoops of ice cream. They'd oh, wow. bring out this huge boat Jeez. with 12 scoops of ice cream on it, all the toppings that you wanted. Yeah. And you'd sit there with like three of your friends and you'd just go to town on this gigantic Let's sundae. Let's go. They're all gone. Somebody's got to be doing that, though. Somebody's got, like, family-style Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just... I mean... Throw, like, four spoons in there and let's go to town. I like. used to I used to get it when my kids were little. Just the idea of seeing all that ice cream on the table and they could just dig into it. They thought it was the greatest thing ever. They never finished it. <laughs> even with my help. We never finished it. But it didn't matter. It was just the coolness of... Oh my God! Look at all that ice cream. Yeah, exactly. You know, and here are kids who are like five and three going, like, yeah. Oh, I know. Take it in with two spoons. Yeah, I could. I mean, uh, they were living the life. I could. Uh, I could kind of picture my boy's face. He's four. Like we take him to get like a big snow cone, even just last summer. You know, barely three years old. I mean, face right was, in the snow cone, dude. He was enjoying that. Yeah, pretty much. Might as well have been. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. You want to hit us up? Uh, you could call or text. Be a part of the show. Hit us up on Twitter at p creighton one uh, at sean bajani. A couple of rockets. Do you guys feel like Amin Thompson and Cam Whitmore got screwed here by not being a part of the uh, Rising Stars Challenge NBA All Star Game? By the way, is coming up February eighteenth. Um, and so earlier today they announced the. Uh, uh, rising stars. Jabari Smith is going as a sophomore. He made it last year, so you know, good for him. Well deserved. But Kim Whitmore and Amin Thompson, uh, a lot of traction certainly in the Rockets' Twitter sphere. Um, people p- pissed off that that they didn't make it. I could see one. I can't see the other. And I one especially with Cam Whitmore, who had a Probably the game of his life in the NBA last night against LeBron James. Dude, and the he Lakers. tried to yam one on LeBron. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, are you talking about the one like because he had about comes two. Out of his hand. Yeah, it comes out of his hand. Yeah. Um, I I got home last night. and I'm watching Scott Van Pelt. You know the Sports Center thing, and it was LeBron James and Alperin Shingoon. But the first four highlights they showed it was Whitmore breakaway dunk, Whitmore breakaway dunk, Whitmore breakaway dunk, and then the one where he loses the ball out of his hand. I was like, this is awesome. I've been waiting for this, man. It was a great time for the Rockets last night to do that. You don't get that opportunity. And then Alpi had one where he went straight to the rack. Ooh, yeah. LeBron did one of those, I'm going to contest. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> He's just going to duck out of the way. Yeah. Alpi threw it down. That was great, man. What a great game for the Rockets last night. But Whitmore's every time, been emerging. Every time mm-hmm. LeBron James loses, 
a child gets a puppy. I love, you said that last night. Please think that. of the puppies. <laughs> you're making me think of like on Saturday afternoon when you're watching a movie like on AMC and that puppy commercial comes on that lasts like five minutes. It's like save all the dying puppies <laughs> and kids. Save the puppies. <laughs> Kitty cats, you Won't know. do not you save the puppies? Yeah, they play the Every child deserves a puppy. Um, do you have a puppy? No. Do you have I, a dog? I will never have another puppy. Ever. Ever. You're going to deny your child the love of a puppy. That's not right, man. He was brought into this world with a 14-year-old dog, and he will experience a mature dog in the house. You don't even want to know what I went through in the puppy stage back in the day. You don't even want to know. You can't relate. You think you can. You can't relate. I promise you, you cannot. Having a uh, six-month-old German shepherd. Uh, I lived in absolute hell for six months, but that's neither here nor there. Uh so I had I had an Alaskan Malamute that as a puppy is that a big dog? Yes. Okay. It was a hundred and twenty pound Alaskan Malamute. That's like a rich people dog, man. Like, well, in New York, uh, <laughs> as a puppy, this dog ate a hole through the kitchen wall, ate the floor, check, ate the ate the uh, siding on the house, check, ate the dryer vent, check, uh, ate the staircase. Didn't have stairs. Ate a 50-pound bag of dog food, then ate the bag. <laughs> ate a couch. I mean, I mean, pulled the, the big, like, the, the pillow off and then ate the inside of the couch because yeah. she was angry. My couch, my chair, my bed. Ate a chain-link fence and, ate a, and actually ate a tree. She ate a hole <laughs> through a what? tree. So oh my God. I had her because she had eaten the fence. Yeah. While I was trying to repair the fence, I tied her up to the tree so oh she boy. wouldn't run off and do. So she ate. She, she outsmarted your ass on that tree. one. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can relate to all of that. Okay. So um, my window seals everything. I mean, it was just a disaster for six months. Um, the dog that we have now, who's a, a rescue lab. Mm-hmm. All right. For the first year that I had her, I had to tell my wife, let the dog out when I get in. I'm, I'm pulling up. Every time the dog would first see me, she'd pee. <laughs> and do you know how annoying it is? Like you get home like late. You know, I work late. Yeah, you get yes, home late. And as soon as you walk in the dog, here's a dog leaving a giant puddle on the floor. Now, I, before I, as soon as I get before I even put my bag down, I got to clean up a freaking mess. No. So we got to the You know what? Let the dog out the front door. She would come out the front door, sit right at the edge of the walkway, wait for me, pee outside. What a good girl. Go in the house. I'll give you a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> this went on for a year before she finally stopped peeing every time she saw me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know, man. I know. Um, you know, living in your grandfather's house with, with brown shag carpet and having to try and identify where the pee and poop was when you came home. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I endured for about six, seven months. That was a lot of fun. Um, Cam Whitmore, man. Do you have a problem with him not making the rising stars? Yeah, I feel like Cam Whitmore should be on this team. I mean, look, even though he's only played like 23 games, which is half the season, yeah. right? He is 11. He's, I'm sorry, he's, he's averaging 11 points a game. Mm-hmm. That is tied for sixth among rookies overall. He's doing it in 16 minutes. Everybody else among those top six 
is averaging north of 26 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. It clearly, Cam Whitmore, even though he didn't start the year getting, getting a whole lot of playing time, has made a really big impact. And if you said to me, well, would you rather have Cam Whitmore or Kaysen Wallace? That's not a hard conversation. All right, would you rather have Cam Whitmore or Keontae George? That's not a hard conversation. Uh, I'm, I'm, Cam Whitmore should be on that team. Absolutely. Amon Thompson, he was hurt. He hasn't played a lot. He hasn't had the same reps. Of That's where minutes. I'm at. I'm, I'm okay with Amon Thompson not making the team. But Cam Whitmore should 100% be on this team. This is where I feel like Rocket fans need to chill a little bit, take a step back. Because, I mean, look, you're watching these guys with anticipation. You know, every night, every night you can when they're available in the case of Amon Thompson, when he's healthy, right? You're watching them with anticipation, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're hoping for things, you're wanting to see certain things. And look, you are seeing the promise of Amon Thompson. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But I mean, the numbers to me just aren't there. The games played just aren't there. Um, and especially considered, you know, the other the other players that did make it before he did. Look, if you'd have been healthy, maybe maybe the performance is better. Maybe the numbers are there. I'm just not going to kill anybody for not having Amin Thompson on the Rising Stars team. I mean, come on. At, at this point, I don't care. The Rockets are going into last night's game. They were two games back of that 10th and final spot in the West. That, to me, is a half-step in the right direction. And granted, look, after that game, I feel a lot better. They'd lost 7-10. They've been sputtering a little bit. The defense has been sliding. Um, you know, offense has been sputtering. Jalen Green's kind of picking it up a little bit. So they're becoming a little bit more watchable again these days. Uh, Cam Whitmore's been emerging really for like the last, I'd say, couple of weeks. He seems to kind of figured something out. You're seeing that explosive type of player, and it was on display last night. I mean, that was the best game that he's had in the NBA so far, uh, and it's been, again, for him, small sample size, 23 games. I mean, he put it on the Lakers' ass last night. That was fun to see, and you got the national notoriety. You got eyeballs on you. I mean, you were the lead story, you know, on Center. It was James and the Rockets. Bam, here we go, and you whooped their ass. That's a, It's a handful of games I'm not really upset about either one of these, but yeah, Cam Whitmore kind of stings a little bit because we've all seen it really all season long since he started getting regular time. So the best part of this is somebody put together a list of a whole bunch of like Lakers fans' tweets mm-hmm. about Cam Whitmore mm-hmm. after the game last night where he just got 20 points and six boards. And it's like, just, here's just some of the, the random tweets, right? Uh, I told all you... Uh, they bleeped up taking JHS over Whitmore. It's like, Whitmore fell to 20. How? We could have had that Whitmore kid over JHS? Oh, my God. Like People were just, like, killing the Lakers over the fact yeah. they passed on Cam Whitmore. Yeah, I love it. There was at least a couple of write-ups that I saw this morning uh, from Lakerland talking about uh, <laughs> how the how the Lakers or it was I forget how they put it like the Rockets stole you know Whitmore from the Lakers the Lakers screwed it up I, I love that I love that especially coming out on the heels of uh, whooping their ass seven one three five seven two four six ten you want to be a part of the show let us hear from you you can call you can text phone lines open Chris Santiago our producer will take care of you and get you in uh, coming up next. 
a lot of people are starting to think that there might be a big problem uh, the week of the Super Bowl. I will explain next. It's Sports Radio 610. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 